I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Hello beautiful and welcome to this week's episode of the Get Confident podcast with your host Janelle Hosking. We are in December baby. Uh, Crazy, crazy time of the year, right? (laughs) I know I'm not the only one. The past few weeks feel like they have been hectic. Okay, Uh, I mentioned recently that I have expanded the Janelle Hosking team and I now have a virtual assistant who is pretty much like an assistant, does odd jobs and things that you need to to get done, um, but things that don't necessarily have to be done by you. So that has been incredible and it has forced me to zoom out and to think about, you know, weeks and months ahead a lot more than if it was just me. And that in terms of like brain, <laughs> uh, brain energy and capacity has been quite a lot, like a bit, a bit more than normal. Although it is nice that it means I'm not having to actually do some of those things. I just have to be more strategic about thinking about them and knowing what's coming up so then I can delegate that out. Uh, and another area of delegation is I have expanded again, uh, and have an amazing woman who is helping me with booking potential client calls. So she follows up with anyone who's reached out, showed interest in me helping them, whether it's with progressing their career or, you know, getting started in their first business and goes through the process of booking them in for a call where they have a chat with me. Um, And it's just a really great way to, uh, I guess, streamline some of the things that I've been doing um, and means I can focus on actually giving more value, you know, working with the clients who who do sign up and who really do um, want to go forward and and change their life. So that has been incredible. And just like with the virtual assistants, it means that I have to be really good at... um, knowing what I want, knowing how I want it, and being able to instruct that. Um, We've also got a family member who uh, has become unwell, and it's really, really shitty. Um, And so, you you know, if you've had a sick family member or friend, everything um, changes to be needs to be prioritized so that you can be there for that person. Um, We also finished puppy school with our little girl Maggie I think I think our five maybe six month old puppy um and are now going through the process of integrating having a puppy and into our lives for example um we've got a few funerals that are happening this week and um they're they're people that my partner knew and so he is planning on going over for these funerals um, to the Bay of Plenty area. And I started planning my day as if I was going to go with him. And he turns around to me and he says, we have a puppy. Like, you can't, (laughs) we can't both leave her all day long. And that is just wild, right? And I know this is kind of a first world problem, but this is the what's adding to this fullness of life right now um, and the stretching that is happening um, 
Along with that, there is the typical end of year events, planning Christmas, New Year activities. I'm so grateful that I have a group of incredible friends who um, come together this time of year to do our reflections of the year and our planning for the year ahead. So I've literally had two business girls weekends in a row (laughs) and all of that together on top of the usual day-to-day working with with clients, helping them to achieve their goals, um, has just been insane. And in these moments, it's really, really important for us to do all of the things. And what I mean by all of of the things is the things that can regulate us, the things that can keep us in check, that can ensure that we're able to show up our best. You know, the early nights, the rest, the self-care, a big one, off your phone, stop the mindless scrolling, the mindless consumption when you are tapped out and you just need to reinvigorate yourself. Turning to your phone and scrolling is not going to refresh you or revitalize you. It is just not designed for that. It is going to drain you even more. And sometimes when we're in these places, like I'm explaining to you right now or sharing with you, where life is just so full, your brain just wants to switch off. And naturally we turn to our phone and we do a little scrolly scroll. And um, don't get me wrong, that is me or has been me. But this week in particular, I just and done (laughs) and know, like really know deep inside how much it is not helping me. And so um, one night this week, I was heading home from a full day and I just had this feeling or this, this pull to run a bath, have a soak, read a book with a candle lit uh, and just turn off my phone. And so By 7.30 this night, a couple nights ago, I turned off my phone, I ran a bath, I had these beautiful like relaxing bath salt thingies in there and I read my book and I actually got so sleepy that I put my book down for a few minutes and fell asleep in the bath and it was heavenly. I got out of the bath so relaxed, so ready to to sleep and actually had probably one of the best sleeps that I've had in a couple of weeks. So, you know, doing these things that we feel take time away from the to-do list, from the things we need to be doing, actually give us more energy and revitalize us to show up, to, to bring our best to those things. And there's one thing that really comes into play here. And this is something that I, it honestly wasn't too relevant to me until the past few weeks. Because normally my schedule, my routine is is pretty locked down. I time block. Uh, I've got a program on that. If you want to learn how to really maximize your time, I'll put it in the description below. And I organize my days so that they're in, I guess, things, activities are batched, you know, things that take certain amount of amounts of energy happen on the same day um, so that I can, you know, show up my best to certain things and, and all that good stuff. However, with all the fullness that I've shared with you earlier, what I knew that I needed to do, but it hadn't been relevant until recently, was some ruthless 
removals and some no's, saying some no's. And it's really funny that I'm experiencing this because a few weeks ago, I had a call from my uh, friends at The Breeze in Tauranga, and they asked me a few questions to do with coming into the end of the year, how can we, um, you know, not be too stressed this time of the year. And I shared like my top tips, right? And these top tips were awesome. And at that time, I was like, yeah, boss, babe, you know this, you got this, yada, yada. A few weeks later, literally, I myself am put in the situation where I need to take my own advice. And it is incredible because I have done it. And now I am sharing this with you, our ruthless removal and our nose. So I want to play this interview for you. And then I'm going to come back and we're just going to chat about it. Here it is. How can we keep cool at work at this time of the year? Oh, yeah, that's a biggie. Um, honestly, the the hardest but also the best thing is communication, is having those conversations up front. Um, you know, if you're not happy with something or if something's being put on your plate, really, I guess, give yourself permission to, to be brave and to, and to share that with your, um, say, your manager or somebody who's directing you and your team. And these are the, the conversations that can be awkward and feel uncomfortable. But we often realize that after we've just had the conversation, after we've said the thing, said our piece, it wasn't as bad as what we thought it was going to be. And then we get a little bit of confidence. And so the next time it's a lot easier and it just kind of progresses from there. So I would say, you know, if you're, you're feeling a bit of extra pressure or you know you've been in this workplace for a long time, you know this time of year can get stressful and that you normally get lumped with everything, this is your time to put on your big girl pants and, you know, stand strong for yourself and say what you will and won't tolerate at this time. That's a good thing to take into the end of the year, Janelle. Thank you so much for that. And I stand by this, right? And we talk about this on the potty all the time about needing to set our boundaries, about needing to create uh, expectations or, you know, communicate expectations. And it's really easy right now, which I am experiencing, uh, a result of saying too much yes being the yes person and we just need to remember it's all good we can say no it doesn't mean we're a bad person it doesn't mean that we're not good enough and we're never going to get the opportunity again um I literally had uh, one of our neighbors or one of our, you know, she's not quite a neighbor, lives a few streets away. And um, they're doing this letterbox decorating competition for Christmas. It looks really cool. looks really, really fun, right? And she personally messaged me and said, hey, we're doing this. Are, are, are you in? And I had a quick look and I messaged her back and I said, look, this looks awesome. Thank you so much for thinking of me or of us. But XYZ is going on right now. I just don't think I can do this justice and I really don't want to put another thing on my plate and feel like I suck or like I'm a failure because of it. So I just have to say no. And she responded and said, thank you for your honesty and thank you for saying no. I know I couldn't do that, but you know, you saying no makes me think next time I will say no when I don't want to do something, you know, and that is the beauty when we can 
stand in our truth and just say no and know when we're at our limit, when we're at capacity. We're also giving other people permission to do the same. They might initially be taken back because it's not normal for you, right? They are used to you being the yes person. They're used to you doing everything that's asked of you. But when you say no, you are creating boundaries for yourself you are standing in your truth and you are giving somebody else permission to next time say no for themselves if there's something being put on their plate that they don't want to do or that they might want to do but they just don't have the capacity. And that brings me to the other point that I shared about ruthless removal. I really wanted to go and spend um, some time or not even go and spend some time but create space to see this family member Um, who just needs a bit of extra love and attention right now. And I opened up my calendar. I looked at all of my activities. And I did a ruthless removal. Anything that wasn't a must right now, has been deleted. So that even looks like certain things that I'm preparing for the year ahead. I'm asking myself, could I do this the first week of January? Could I do this, you know, the day beforehand? Stuff like that. Um, And if so, just deleting it. It's also looking like um, I have moved some clients. I don't do that often. I try really hard not to do that. But in this instance, um, I just, I just had to, and they were, you know, completely understanding of the situation. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, but then there's other things like my networking group that I go to, um, coffee catch-ups that I had booked in between now and the end of the year. I've just had to go back and say, hey, look, I, we need to relook at this um, in the new year because I, I'm tapped out right now. I just don't have capacity. And it felt so weird one, to do it, but two, to then live that moment or that hour when I was meant to be in that meeting or at that event, knowing that I did the right thing and that I feel so much better, a lot more calmer, a lot more relaxed and more centered, knowing that I don't have so much on my plate. And I'm sharing this with you out of hopes that this inspires you to look at what you've going got going on over the next few weeks. Give yourself permission to do a ruthless removal of things that aren't absolutely necessary. Especially if you're in this place of getting too overwhelmed. I know right now I've been having lots of conversations with people who are just exhausted. It's been a whole year. It's been a massive year. We've had highs, we've had lows, we've had challenges, we've had things that have stretched us and not all of us have taken enough breaks to be able to recoup and reinvigorate because of those things. So maybe this is your permission. Obviously still, you know, you're not just going to say, hey, I'm not coming to work anymore, but just don't take on anything extra And if there's something that doesn't really need to happen, like if someone's booked you in for a one-hour meeting, does this need to be a one-hour meeting? Can this be a 15-minute meeting? Then try and opt for that instead. I hope that you enjoy this episode. 
Um, I hope that you liked the interview. That was actually just one of the questions that I answered. They asked me a few. Um, so I might share some of those over the next few episodes as well as we lead into Christmas. Um, have an incredible week and good luck with saying no. We're taking up these ruthless removals and just know that it doesn't make you any less worthy, any less of a good human. You are awesome just the way you are. <laughs>